One, two, three. Testament. All I have to say is how is it already October? I mean, I've literally only been in school for a few weeks, but it feels like forever. But today we're back with September's movie book TV show roundup. So like I said, I started school, so I'm back at school, back in Wisconsin, currently laying on my closet floor, just so people don't hear me. People will probably hear me anyways. Um, I'm in a, I have a walk-in closet, which literally is all I needed in life. So yeah, life's well, except I'm like failing all my classes, but that's besides the point. Oh, I know last month I mentioned I watched Little Shop of Horrors. I'm actually in Little Shop of Horrors. I'm one of the girls in a trio. And this weekend is opening night. I mean, there's only like three shows. So, scary. Anyways. Oh, we're starting off on a banger. And that is The Brothers Hawthorne by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. The fourth book in one of my favorite series. This book actually made sense because we're not following Avery anymore and what the fuck happened to her and why she has all this money. We were following two of the brothers, the ones in the love triangle, even though the love triangle's over. Jameson, who his storyline is he gets recruited by his birth father to like enter this like gambling society and win his house back for him. And then Grayson, who is now protecting his half-family, because, like, his dad's other kids. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can't really remember, even though it was only a month ago, but I loved it. Read it in two days. Five stars. Slay, slay, slay. Really recommend the series if you haven't read it. So, um, I finished Cruel Summer this month, which I finished on September 10th. If you don't remember, Cruel Summer, the first season, was so good. I watched it a few years ago. It has Olivia Holt in it and Froy, and it's really good. The second season is a different premise, and it has whole new different actors in it. I mean, Griffin Gluck's in it, but, like, the girl who plays the live-action Kim Possible's in it, and I don't know. I just am not a fan of her. No offense to her. But basically, this one follows this, like, girl moves to this small town and, like, starts living with the main character, Megan. And Megan and Isabella, the girl who moved there, become besties. But there's also, like, boy trouble with Griffin Gluck's character because they're both, like, kind of have feelings for him or whatever. And then he gets, like, murdered. So they're obviously the prime suspects. It was interesting. Um, wasn't a big fan of this season. Give it three stars. The ending was okay. Like, you still kind of wanted to know what happened. I liked, like, the second to last few episodes. Or, like, when we kind of got, like, a background of what kind of happened. But not, like, the murder part of it. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. But, I don't know. Wasn't wasn't a big fan of this season. Definitely watch the first season if you haven't, though. It's on Hulu. Then, on September 3rd, we, me, my mom dad sister and my cousin went to wisconsin the night before i moved into school and me my sister and cousin we went to the pool and read so i started reading the perfect couple by ellen hildebrand um i have 
a bit of her books and I've enjoyed most of them. Or I've read two of them. So This book follows... It's not... I don't know. I guess it's kind of a murder mystery. Basically, there's this wedding on Nantucket. I believe it's Nantucket or like whatever on this island. Um, and... But the morning of the wedding, the maid of honor is dead. So it's like a murder murder mystery. But you're not really focused on the murder. You're really focused on all the different people involved. So the bride, the groom, the maid of honor and the best man, the parents of the groom and the parents of the bride, the the bride the the siblings of the groom I guess or sibling of the groom and his wife just like you're really focused on all the characters and they're basically everyone is like accused of having an affair (laughs) that's basically it it's it's interesting it was good I liked I was interested in it again it ended with the kind of this is probably what happened but it's not confirmed that this is how she was murdered which I'm I'm not the biggest fan of but I thought it was an interesting story. The names were funny. There was Greer, Tag, and Featherly, which just kind of really interested me. So I gave it four stars. I finished it on the fifth. Um, pretty good summer book, but my not my favorite. My favorite is still a, 28 Summers. That one's my favorite. Sorry, we had a group project and I had to like text people. Okay. Anyways, on that same day, September 3rd, we started watching this show on Amazon Prime, and I literally am so excited to talk about this show, called The Lake, and it sounds like it's creepy because, like, there's a, not, there's a book called The Lake, which is creepy, but this is not a horror show at all. This is literally one of my new favorite shows. Basically, it follows Justin, who is this, okay, well, basically, it follows, it's like this lake community like there's this big lake and everyone has these cabins on the lake and then there's like a board a boat house board and justin grew up there with his dad but his dad kind of did i don't know if he disowned him but he like whatever him and his dad don't talk well he's dead the dad's dead but like they stopped talking when justin got his best friend pregnant and gave up the baby for adoption because justin's also gay now um but basically justin is at the lake over the summer with his biological daughter, Billy, um, because it was an open adoption, like, they were still in contact, it was just because, like, he, they both weren't ready to raise kids, I think they were 16 or 18 or whatever, so he takes her back to the lake, and he's like, oh, this is my old cottage, it's not where they're staying, though, they're staying at a different cottage, and he goes back to visit his own cottage and finds out that his stepsister, owns the cottage now and that is the one and only julia styles she's like the only actor i know in this but she said um and it's like her her husband who's like this hockey player ex-hockey player and her two sons and it's just basically he justin is trying to get the boathouse not the boathouse the the cabin back from his stepsister um Well, also, Billy trying to get to know, or getting to spend time with his biological daughter, Billy. And Billy is having some love problems at the lake, I guess. Um, And every single character in the show is hilarious. There's, like, this other couple, Jane and Wayne, and they have quadruplets. 
oh my god they're just oh the show is so good so and then there's this i finished the first season in two days september 3rd and 4th i just binged it my first day here at school binged it and then i i started this i watched the whole second season on september 15th um the second season is like now and the second season the boat house the house the cabin is earned owned by his stepmom so his stepsister's mom and the stepsister doesn't even like the mom either so they're trying to get it back from her again plus again there's billy's trying to like find out what she wants to do with her life and then there's also a breakup or there's a bunch of breakups but also one from like the first season that i love but oh my god the show is so good five out of five six out of five go watch it on September 5th, I watched the Netflix movie called Choose Love, which is basically an interactive movie. I didn't know they made this, but basically it's like you get to choose choices. You get to choose who you end up with. There's like three love interests. Um, the character or the main girl is Laura Murano, and then one of the love interests is Avon, Avon Joe. I cannot pronounce his name, but Beck from Victorious. And I was bored. I didn't have class yet. And I was just like, sure, I'll watch it. It was, it was, I don't know. It wasn't my favorite experience. Like, all three of the guys were good. And I hate when they're all good because it makes my choices hard. I give it a three and a half. It was cute. You can, like, watch all the different endings. But I could care less about the story. Um, I don't really know. She's, like, a music producer. But she wants to be, like, a singer. One of the guys is, like, her longtime boyfriend. But, like, they're just not engaged yet or whatever. I don't know. One is this, like, her love, her first true love, or, like, the one that got away. And then one is, like, a rec- an artist that she works with. So it was interesting. But not my fave. Not a necessity. On September 6th, um, I had absolutely zero plans the day before school started was feeling kind of anxious so i sat and read things we hide from the light that whole day things we hide from the light is the sequel to things we never got over by lucy score and it follows the guy male main character's brother nash and his love interest lena so nash is the chief of police and he is like the go-to sweet guy charming like everything everyone wants and apparently a big plot point is that he's a nice ass so remember that um and then lena is knox's ex which knox is her his brother um nash's brother who comes into town to help knox out with like everything going on with naomi like in the first book and but she's a very she loves to like she travels for work she's never likes to settle she doesn't want to settle down she's very adventurous but nash and her just have this connection and nash is like in love with head over heels for her but she's like no i don't i don't do that but he's like i need you oh it was cute really liked it so i gave this one four and a half stars and i gave the first one 4.75 stars and the reason i gave this 4.5 stars is because i mean it makes sense in the first book there's the whole subplot about found family about her twin and I really enjoy that because, like, I enjoyed what's going on. But the second one, the subplot from the first book kind of continues with, like, the crime lord or whatever. But then there's also the subplot of, like, another policeman that's, like, being reported for 
like misconduct or whatever and although it was important to like the whole plot i don't know it just felt like it was too too much like i couldn't care less like i know it tied together in them but i also just didn't care i think out of the three nash and lena are probably my favorite just because i love nash and they also didn't sleep together before they got together i believe but the other two did so yeah loved the series which you'll see later by the way this page says she was never a fan of comfort zones that's a lie i literally am i'm in a closet okay <laughs> on september 11th i started the obsession i didn't finish it till september 21st because i i've been so busy this month i've literally had time to do nothing but the obsession is probably one of the weirdest books i've ever read I gave it I gave it two and a half stars. wasn't wasn't a huge fan of it, but basically it follows Logan and Delilah. Logan is a stalker, and when I say that, I am a stalker. I find people on social media. I watch people from my window. He is worse than me, which he's like insane. But basically, he was in love with this girl Sophie, but Sophie never like reciprocated that love but she would kind of use him like let her him hold his hand if she like wanted something or whatever but she was she did drugs she was like dating other people i'm pretty sure but he was still obsessed with her and then she killed herself so logan's kind of like sad now but apparently he grew up and became like the hottest guy at this boarding school now delilah moves to the school and is able to go to the boarding school and he bumps into her on like her first day and is instantly in love with her. Part of the reason is because she looks like Sophie, the girl who he was in love with. But as soon as he runs into her, he instantly has to know everything about her. So he like not really follows her around, but he like finds out who her friends are. And from her friends' Instagram, she's able to he's able to find out her house. So he puts a camera in her tree. Yeah. Um and will and got a job at the dog shelter purposely so he could walk dogs past her house and give like him a reason to be there obviously not and he also like no learns everything about her whatever so subplot that's also an important plot delilah's dad died and they were like besties and her mom is now dating this abusive cop who like abuses them obviously and one day i don't i'm not really spoiling okay i won't spoil what happens with the cop or whatever but basically you can really guess from what i'm about to say but i won't say it something happens with delilah and the cop logan our good old friend has video recording of her house obviously because she he recorded from a tree and it gets on video and he uses it to blackmail her into dating him and she has to get revenge. The ending was just stupid. This whole book was stupid. And although Logan made me laugh 24-7 with what stupid things he does, but also iconic things he does. I don't know. I just didn't like the ending. I thought it was stupid. I'm not a big fan. Two and a half stars. That same day, September 21st, I started Things We Left Behind, which is the third and final book in the Knock Em Out series, the Things We Never Got Over series, just because I was obsessed with the second book as well. And I give this one also a 4.5. This follows um, Sloane and Lucen's story. Sloane is 
the librarian and knock him out. She is like Naomi's best friend and coworker. And then Nat or nope, <laughs> Lucian, it Lucian or Lucian, I guess they call him Lucy, which is funny because like Lucy score. He is Knox and Nash's friend, but he's also this like secretive billionaire. Like nobody knows what he does. Like everyone thinks he's like fucking hitman or whatever. But he his company is like weird and random. But he's like the scariest man alive. But through the first two books, it hints about how Sloane and Lucen have this history together when they were kids, but nobody really knows what happens because they were next door to each other. And then the third book, Lucen's kind of like back in town a lot because he doesn't live in Knockmout, but he's there every so often. And he also is working with Lena, who is from the second book. So him and Sloane interact more often, but they are so cold to each other because of this reason that happened when they were kids. And, but they also have this undeniable sexual tension. So, basically, that. I really love Enemies to Lovers. I love how all they do is make fun of each other. Loved it. Again, with the subplots, there's, like, again, it connects. And, obviously, it's, like, a full circle ending. Like, the subplot from the first book like and the second book connect to the third book. And everything gets rounded up at the end. Um, like, all ends get tied, whatever the quote is. <laughs> um or analogy i don't know but yeah um again it was just a lot and also god this is gonna sound terrible the reason why they're not like they hate each other it makes sense and it's a terrible thing that happened but (sighs) it was also stupid not what happened because if you know what i'm talking like not what happened because what happened wasn't super like how it i don't know just them they're stupid but i love them so again four and a half stars love the series wish there was more i also like how they had like the 10 years later and they like summed everything up it was so so cute um okay this page says the best decision she made was taking a chance on herself okay um, September 22nd, me and my roommates watched The House Bunny. Uh, I haven't seen this before, but I gave it three and a, 3.75 stars. Basically, it's Anna Ferris. She is this, she was like an orphan, I think. And then she becomes a Playboy bunny. So basically, like, you know, working for you, living in the mansion. And one day, she gets a letter from Hugh Hefner saying, like, you're too old, move out of the house. And so she has nowhere to live. Her car is, like, the worst condition ever she ends up on this college campus and sees these sororities and she goes to like this gorgeous sorority and they're like you like we're not gonna hire you you are dressed grossly whatever as to be like a house mother so then she goes to this other sorority that is like basically full of losers basically but i don't want to not to be mean to them but like they are not like really sorority girls like you know the type of sorority girls basically they're outcasts there we go she transforms these outcasts into sorority girls by using her like playboy bunny method but then also at the same time she makes them much more superficial than they were so it's just basically that and it was cute i don't know what the the message make like it's obviously there that's like you don't have to base everything on looks but it's also not there so I don't know. You know. Three points of five. September twenty first, I started Only Murders in the Building season three. 
Um, this is Selena Gomez, Robin, nope, Martin Short, and Charles Martin. Nope, his name's not Charles. Steve Martin. I don't know if that's their names, but basically through the first three seasons or the first two seasons there was like a murder and they investigated they have this podcast where they like talk about the murders that went on in their building which is like this bougie building called the arconia and in this season paul rudd who's a new character is like this actor in the broadway play that's going on and he gets killed i've only watched two episodes so far love it did i say selena gomez i think i did but love selena gomez but yeah love that show and then on the 29th, so two days ago, me and my roommates just binged my favorite, some of my favorite movies, which is John Tucker Much, Must Die, She's the Man, and Blended. All five stars. All watch. They're basically rom-coms. John Tucker Must Die is about this playboy at the school who's dating these three girls, so they get revenge on him. She's the Man is about Amanda Biden's going to pretend to be her twin brother at this school so she can play soccer and prove like she's good enough to be on the boys team at her school um blended is about drew barrymore and adam sandler they go on this terrible blind date but then somehow ending ended up going on this um blended family vacation together with her kids um because she has two boys and he has three girls the five of them plus drew and adam go on this trip to africa oh it's so good blended i always say it's my favorite movie and it's so good even after watching it again but yeah that was everything that's happened this month not too much because school but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed make sure you listen to all my other episodes follow me on whatever 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 platform you listen to on and yeah have a great day